1: What's good everybody? Welcome back to Langert Holy Land's I seventy football show. This is probably the last time that we'll ever say that. So that's interesting. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. this is this is our last our last episode that we'll ever say that. Um, I gotta read just that. to get some yeah. podcast business out the way. Um we will not be recording next week because I will be taking a four day exam where I essentially have to write three 10 page papers so I can graduate from my program. So I will not be making time to podcast. Um, and then uh, the overlords are the getting overlords. rid of, are getting rid of our podcast, so they will still be coming to you in the same feed. But they will be under a different name, a name that we haven't decided yet. So, when you start getting things from like a new thing, and it's like I didn't subscribe to this. Yes, you did. Yeah, no, it's you just did. a different name. Yep, it's the same things. It is. It's a different name, <laughs> and doesn't. we are going under the umbrella of the overlords making us change everything. We individually, as a podcast, are going to be rebranding as well. That, like, if you really listen, you could guess what it is because we talked about it for like four episodes straight. Oh, yeah. Like, literally pulled up the map and looked at it on an episode <laughs> because we're unserious. But now, we need to start recording. This. We're not, <laughs> we're we not. I'm gonna
0: talk to you about that, and see if we can start doing YouTube as well. Might as well,
1: yeah, yeah. So, uh, we, we. I'm not gonna tell you we'll we'll drop it we'll drop it on uh, on Twitter it's okay. when it's time, but the next time you hear us, we will be under a new name as well so th- there's some some changes going on but uh it'll be worth it. It's still us it's gonna be the same podcast it's just a little different um, tiny bit different just just a little bit you know nothing too crazy yeah. Uh, but yeah, so speaking of uh four day exam where I have to write thirty pages Ooh. minimum. I have homework to do. So, and nobody wants to talk about these teams. So, we're aiming for 45 minutes. Oh, is that uh, what today is? Ah. <laughs> let's go. All <yeah>, right. <laughs> yeah. So we're aiming for 45 minutes. Uh, we are two and a half minutes in, which means we should be done at 48 minutes. So we're gonna start this now. Let's get in and let's get out. All right. NFL news. Um, some of this we've already said, some of this we didn't, um, Colts hired Shane Steichen, offensive coordinator from the Eagles, Arizona Cardinals hired Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator from the Eagles Panthers, which we did talk about hired Frank Wright, former co- coach from the Colts Broncos traded their, their future, um, their son's future, Their firstborn child, um, so that they could pair Sean Payton with sorry, oh my god, that was (laughs) unintentional. Uh, Russell Wilson, Sierra's husband, as he is formerly known as. Um, and then the Texans hired D'Amico, he's definitely more famous than her. <laughs> yes, but that's why it's funny. Like not not like disrespectful funny because she is famous. It's yeah. just funny because like, nah, no one cares about his football career anymore. The best thing he does is be a father and a husband, which is great. Like if that's the best thing anyone could do, like I'm not hating on that. But I, I, he used listen, to be known for
0: football. Listen, my favorite athlete is Kobe Bryant, and that man wasn't a father until until he blew his Achilles.
1: So, but then he was a great father. <laughs> <laughs> he was so, one of the best.
0: Yeah, so until your career is over for real, for real, and it looks like it is, it,
1: until then, you should have been just like... This? One could <laughs> argue being a good father is why his career is over.
0: Mm, one could argue. True, because Tom Brady was, a,
1: was obviously <laughs> <a> terrible, <laughs> terrible
0: father and was able to win another ring in a different team. So, so
1: it's like, yeah. hey. Yeah. Someone see, do a research study on it. See, <laughs> active see, fathers. Get his, get his family back. <laughs> uh, we need to do a research study on the like the correlation between active and inactive fathers versus professional sports success. Um. Yeah, because I wouldn't
0: even say inactive, but like, like when when the season's like I guess only inactive when in the season. Is uh, yeah, for sure uh, during the season because, like, like during the off season, I'm sure, like, they're doing stuff and stuff like that, but then when it's like September, it's like, hey, sorry, guys,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you mean like the end of July once camp starts? (laughs) Nah, 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 I see you in February.
0: I say September, especially when you get older, it'd probably be like. Camp is still an all day thing,
1: even if you're not practicing. You got all the meetings. You don't and stuff. really. Sometimes you don't. Know, and a not lot mandatory. of them. This ain't mandatory. That
0: stuff's not mandatory. That's just yes, it mandatory is. Young, uh, younger, no, the
1: like country. the camp that starts in August is mandatory, and at least half of the NFL franchises don't do their camp in the city that they. Oh, in. oh, we're talking about. I'm sorry. I
0: was, I was talking about. It, uh, I guess I was talking about NBA. That's on my
1: opinion. Oh, oh! I guess oh. you're right. Uh, yeah, we were talking it, about we were talking about Russ and Tom Brady. How'd you get to the NBA?
0: And <laughs> I was thinking about because I because I thought about like my favorite my favorite athlete was an NBA athlete. Wow. Like, he, I mean he wasn't he wasn't active the whole time. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes right. you excess.
1: Like, yeah. like look,
0: you can only be as great as Skip Bailey's by not having kids. Really, that's really what you should do. Like, get married, but don't have kids.
1: Jesus Christ! He's <laughs> like, yeah. Sometimes I I go out with Ernestine every Friday unless LeBron's on because LeBron has my attention, so I can hate. No, watching. I think it was it was. <laughs> oh, is that what he said? I thought it was Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, it is Tom Brady. It is Tom Brady. It is, it's uh, definitely uh, Tom Brady. But I think he mentioned LeBron. It doesn't matter. We got we're, we got forty five minutes. This is clicking. On. This yeah. is taking off the clock. All right, so. The XFL has started, which is now owned by The Rock. This is the third iteration of it, so we'll see if it survives. Um, It's interesting. It's fun to watch. Uh, (laughs) It's funny. Um, My fiance made a joke about it today, and I was like, that wasn't a good joke. joke." Oh, it wasn't a good joke? (laughs) Because you know me, I'm actually going to watch it. Like It was a joke like, oh, when you record today, are you going to talk about the XFL? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you were joking but yes i am actually and it's on my tv right now instead of the all-star game you should have known me better than that <laughs> so... that's funny that is funny because it was like
0: i'm sure she like meant it like as a joke but was like are
1: you like... yes yes absolutely i am <laughs> so um between the XFL, which is from now until like let's say April Mayish, and then the USFL, yep. which starts April Mayish and goes into the summer, we have football for the majority of the year. All oh, year, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. um, the only other thing I wanted to say about this is it's very interesting. Like we are in the further steps of a major ESPN Fox clash, um, especially with the new t- the way the new TV contracts are, are working out. So the ESPN has full rights to the sec they also are the streaming partner for the xfl fox doesn't have full streaming rights but they have majority streaming rights and they are part owner in the big 10 and the big 10 well and they have majority media rights for the big 10 and they are majority owner of the big 10 network and they are the media partner for the usfl so like they're getting these like similar entities and going back and forth and, like who can be better. Um and Disney owns all of this. Disney, Disney don't own Fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: Because what's gonna happen is Disney's gonna buy Fox, the XFL and USFL are gonna merge and then that's gonna be like the G League for the NFL.
1: Gross. Then Disney
0: will own everything. Gross.
1: Well, I, I was hearing rumors that Disney might offload ESPN. So oh. uh, maybe not. Maybe not. I doubt um, that. I doubt that. Sport, there's too much money in sports. Yeah. Either way, the thing that I will tell you is one of these leagues is going to eventually be the G League for the NFL, and I it's wish, going to be the USFL.
0: USFL. I really do hope There's
1: There's no hope about it because the XFL from start to finish has tried to be a competitor, which is dumb as hell. Still, which is why, They're still doing that? Yes, well, <laughs> yes slightly. And uh, it's why their rules are so different, which it's fun to watch. Yeah. But, like, aside from the like, USFL is essentially the NFL – with like the only differences that they do are essentially trial things that the NFL want wanted to try, like which is essentially what the G League did. Like they put the chip in the ball. They they did some more like all access kind of things, some little things like that. And the U the XFL was like, we're changing everything. We're changing kickoffs. We're doing this. We're not having extra points. You have to go for one, two, or three. It's like it, as a fan, it's interesting. But the NFL is not going to be like, I we're want done. that. But that was all right. So then maybe you you have a point there,
0: and then I think that's the, the and that might be the downfall of the XFL because that was the whole problem they had beforehand that they were just wanted to be different from the NFL and that was their whole thing. And it was like, yeah, but the NFL has been here,
1: yeah, and the NFL works. So the USFL is more of a kind of yeah, it's it's in my opinion from like looking at them and watching them both and stuff. The USFL is actively trying to position itself as the g-league for also it's hilarious that it like it's just commonly known as the g-league because we were alive when that changed that was like five years ago yeah like, it just G wasn't league. that it's literally it g-league because it's yeah, the it, Metal it, Metal yeah. Metal league <laughs> yeah, it literally just wasn't like it was it just wasn't that but yeah. Only well, they're going to the <laughs> <laughs> they call it the GFL Gatorade Football League? <laughs> oh, I doubt Gatorade, no. Yeah, it's they're gonna, not going to buy another I think one. They might, just
0: but, call it, they might just keep it as USFL.
1: Yeah, but anyway, they're, in my opinion, they're actively trying to make themselves, which is essentially what the D-League did, because the D-League wasn't partnered with all these teams for a while. And yeah. I think there are still some teams that don't have uh, G-League affiliates, although most of them do now. So. We'll see, but uh, yeah, I would I imagine. A, I think I think there's twenty. I want
0: to say twenty four teams, which is in the G everyone, League. But... If, I, I, if not, I might be off. Maybe ten, not ten, but maybe like five to six teams.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, I think if any of them, it would be the USFL, but it won't. They're gonna have to prove that they can last for at least like five years before the nfl even considers it yeah and you know they had a really
0: good start year like last
1: last year's product was really good i I can't it was i really enjoyed it and they they're actually putting a team in canton this year yeah uh, which is not surprising and like they have games like and it's not entirely owned by the nfl but like this is how connected they are they have games in the in the nfl stadium essentially i think that may be owned by the nfl or at least partially run by the nfl because tom benson put so much money in it the hall of fame stadium and they're putting a team in canton they're out there they're doing everything they can to align themselves with the nfl essentially i'm from canton there's nothing there why do you put a team there because the hall of fame is there Mm -hmm. because that stadium is there and you want to build relationships with because then that could be that could be cleveland's development Hmm? Yeah, it'd be Cleveland. It'd be Cleveland, not yeah.
0: Cincinnati. Yeah, you put, put so, you put a place in Louis, like in Kentucky.
1: Yeah, exactly. So uh, okay, so moving on. Uh, Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Um,
0: I you know, makes, like, it's it was so, a great game. It was a really good game. It was a really good game. I so how the outcome kind of happened is how I predicted it. So I figured I figured the Chiefs would have to make a comeback to win the game
1: it feels like they always have to make a comeback despite the fact that in most although the Eagles may have actually been the better team this time but yeah. in most cases the Chiefs are the better team and they just always make a comeback it's, it's like it's, what the hell are y'all doing
0: so so what I thought was going to happen is that uh the, uh Patrick might be a little frantic early on and mm-hmm. might turn the ball over and that's why they would have to make a comeback like he would settle in but he was settled in pretty much the entire time and he was it was to just playing well yeah, they're, 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 yeah, the Eagles' defense is just really—it really is good. It's a really good defense. It they had
1: seventy sacks it. this year.
0: Yeah, it like it did its job in that game for real. We yeah. be being honest, because like um, besides the running, they did—they couldn't stop the running, but neither team really no, right. no, neither team really no. Yeah. The Chiefs did.
1: The Jaylen Chiefs Hurst, stopped
0: the running in the second half, which they, is how they ended up making the comeback. Well, I think they stopped the run all, pretty much the whole game. The only thing is that Jalen Hurts got runs on scramble plays. It wasn't yeah. like design runs; it was like a scramble. So that's really where most of the running came from. Just,
1: I bet the under on Miles Sanders rushing yards that hit crazy. I bet he was it did. nowhere close to. He was nowhere close to the number. I bet
0: it did. <laughs> I think he had twelve yards, if that.
1: Something crazy.
0: Like so. So I think it was like that, but I thought t- Patrick would have to turn the ball over. Like I thought that was mm. what was going to happen, and then he didn't.
1: It was a surprisingly clean game. There wasn't that many penalties. There was one ton- turnover. It was huge because it, it was wasn't huge went for a touchdown. It. But it was a one turnover. There was no. There was only maybe one sack. Like uh, and Chris Jones. I
0: think it was. I think it was three sacks altogether. I think Jaylen total. Got, yeah, I think Jalen got sacked twice, and Patrick definitely got sacked once.
1: So I didn't I, I didn't remember Jalen getting sacked. Oh, I think he got sacked towards the end, right? Yeah. Well, the, well, the fumble was a sack fumble. essentially. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So that that's a so sack. There was like two or three sacks, maybe. Yeah. Um, Nothing total in the whole game.
0: The offside yeah. the all penalties twice on Kansas City definitely were earned. Like that Yeah, was, for he sure. Like, he um, he, he should have got a third one actually, but they. Didn't, <laughs> I think they just missed it.
1: Yeah. um, And I would just say this because it seems like everyone forgot what their high school football coach told them. mm -hmm. Don't put yourself in a position where the refs can win or lose you the game. You held. And the Mm -hmm. argument that I wish they wouldn't have called. See, here's the this is the problem with the league today. Right. Because I'm not going to go on this long because we have 45 minutes on the clock. When you say. I wish they didn't call that there. You admit it's a hole, but you wish they didn't call it. That means you're giving them discretion on when to call it. But then when people complain that Justin Field doesn't get the calls that Tom Brady does or that rookies get different treatment or that there's the there's the Shack rules and all these other kind of stuff, and yes, I'm purposely messing up sports, you can't – like, you'd be like, oh, that's just how the game goes. So, like, either the reps have full discretion or they need to call the games true. I don't know how many people play MLB The Show, but one of the settings is in there is – the refs miss calls like they do in real life, or because it's a video game and they can do that, they get every single call right. Yep. Every ball's a ball, every strike's a strike. Well, I play that game and I play pitcher a lot, so I have it be real because sometimes I get strikeouts on missed calls. Like you benefit from the missing calls just as much as it hurts you. It's the yep. game you play, so yep. either they have to get everything right. Or they get nothing, or they, or they are able to do that. But you can't be like, I hate when they do it in other places. But then be like, oh, they should. I wish they wouldn't have called that. Really? It was a hold, but you just can't decide the game in that moment. He it was twice. a penalty. It was a hold. Twice. He, Don't hold. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because the crazy thing was is that they were about to hit them. They was about to hit them with the same play for a touchdown a third time. They was gonna get the first down on it. That that uh fake like we were about to do a jet sweep and mm-hmm. come back out. He was about to hit him with it for a third time. That's why he held. Yeah. And then he, he was like, all right, cool. You're holding me. I'ma turn the route, the route up. And that's why Patrick threw it there. And he held him again. So he so, took him off the
1: route twice. Yeah. So it just you, don't and, hold. Be better. Be, be in better. position. Be like, better. That's it. Be better.
0: You should <laughs> have been able to de- don't defend void holding. And then and if yet, if you're going to hold, do not blatantly do it by turning right. the jersey to the back judge.
1: Literally, the person that's
0: gonna see it, like, <laughs> there's a ref looking yeah. at every receiver. We all know that,
1: everybody so, knows that about football. It's just kind of really, really mm-hmm. dumb. But, like, I, like for me, like, that that was like, oh, it just ruined the game. I wanted Jalen Hurst to get the ball again. It didn't ruin the game. That's how football goes. You should be better. Like, because then if you don't, if if they they don't have been cool my, think Jalen... is, like, my think is, if they don't call <clears> it,
0: that's ooh. if they don't call it, that's also, uh, yeah, ruining
1: the game. Because like, what happens if they don't call it and, then and they, they get the field goal it. or they miss the field goal because it was slightly further and then the Eagles win the game and it's on a missed call? Because it's you like call the call. Re-
0: somebody pulled up uh, uh, pulled up the uh, fact that um with the uh what happened to the Saints and here's my thing, you're completely right and that's why it should be called correctly because. Yeah. They they use their discretion.
1: And the Saints like, talked about that for time, three years.
0: I still talk about it to this day. It's the worst <laughs> it's the worst missed call I've ever seen. Like, I've ever
1: seen. You can't e- use discretion even, on stuff like that. Yeah,
0: even with uh, what, there was a call for Ohio State and stuff. I'm sorry. The Saints missed call might be the worst call in, in all of sports history.
1: No, easily. And here's my thing. It's like, okay, so... If you call the game true, it's even for both teams. If you use discretion and don't call it true, someone's getting an advantage. So if you don't, like the the Chiefs didn't get an advantage because of that. They got held. You called what happened. If you don't call that, the Eagles are getting an advantage. They're because, getting a hard. They should have made it because they're in the NFL, but they're getting a harder kick and they're getting the ball back with minutes on the clock and a chance to tie or win the game and send it to overtime. That is an advantage that should not be there, but because you just decided not to call a call. Yeah, and my also thing is, and
0: then we can get we can go uh get into the Big team stuff, but it's like. Even then, there are times where the Chiefs played beautiful defense and there was like there were times they would call the all sides or not call the all sides. And that, that uh that made it a, a flip of the coin on whether the Chiefs defense was getting off the uh, off the field or not. And I think twice it happened on, on one drive and it kept the Eagles on the field and they got a touchdown. That affected them positively. And it's like at sometimes it's like sometimes you call it and sometimes you don't, so I'm like Again, if we're... What, what's happening there? At the moment... Because, like, there was a time the dude was offside, and it was, like, first down. Didn't call it, but a third and long, and they called it. That's, a, Just that's suspicious at a time to call offside when you missed it earlier. So, it was like, you got... And then, I think penalties were favored towards Eagles anyway, for the, what, four or five flags that were thrown? Yeah, so, so the, like uh, it was a per it was a great game. If anything for a football game, especially a Super Bowl, it was probably perfect because you
1: it's the, be- the be- It might be the best, like especially if you're as a casual observer, right? Like because mm-hmm. if you're a Patriots fan, the best Super Bowl you've ever seen is probably going to be the comeback with the you know the Falcons. If you're a Giants Which fan, crazy, the best Super Bowl you've ever you seen.
0: I don't even think you should be happy about that one because I feel, yeah. like, I feel like the Falcons gave it to you.
1: Yeah. If you're a Giants fan, the best Super Bowl you've ever seen is, is probably going to be the Manning hand catch, right? Or something like that. But as an objective observer, this is probably the best Super Bowl I've seen. If not the best one I've seen, it's the best in a while because they're typically not competitive and they're typically really boring games. They put up, they both put up 30 points. Mm-hmm. And then
0: also the problem here is, is like we're talking about, if you th- if you think about it, the Eagles, kind of, like for real, lost that game. Time of possession, yardage. All of it was in your favor.
1: <laughs> All of it was I mean, in your favor. I mean, ultimately, don't fumble or tackle yep. him, and don't allow a kickoff return, a punt return. Punt returns are the hardest returns in the game, if we're being honest. And you allow a punt return to the five yard line, mm-hmm. even if your, it, even if they get defense, stopped at the twenty-five, yeah, yeah. there's a chance they don't score. At the five, they're guaranteed to score. And
0: when that happened, your defense, I, I think, I, I think. Got to stop. That's where they that's where the uh, holding penalty happened.
1: No, no. or is that the second time they ran that play? (laughs) That was the second time they ran the play, okay. And when they went up, so they were up one, then they ran it again, and they went up eight, Mm. and then they and then and and then the
0: the
1: right, right. So that's when that was, but still, and you still had a chance because you they go they only go up eight, you go right down the score immediately, and then after that is when the holding happened, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it is what it is. It was a great Super Bowl. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is making, like, he's a Hall of Famer right now. That's in five years of his, in five years of playing, he's a Hall of Famer right now. That's crazy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, First ballot, too. Kind of not. Yeah, easily. Um, <laughs> At this point, is really just getting numbers. Yeah, it's just like how it's how much more is he going to get? Like what NFL records are he gonna, is he going to break like that kind of stuff. How close can he get to 7 like those kind of things. Oh, he's definitely only getting three, and that's going to be the end of that. <laughs> that's crazy. Seeing he has two in five years, but I could—I—I'm I, not disagreeing with you. That's—that's yeah, that's that's how the sport shit. works. It's all, it's so Peyton Manning's great. one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and he has two, two, and he had to get one on another team where he was being carried by a defense. So yeah. crazy. That's why I think. Like, that's why I always think the league just gave Tom Brady shit. He did. We've talked about this. We're not going to get it in now, but there are like very distinct times that I think the NFL is rigged. It's not every year. They can't do it every year. It's just very, very distinct times. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm just saying very quickly, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, Ray Lewis getting one, Peyton Manning. I I love Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning getting one in his last year when everyone knew who was going to retire being carried by that defense. Again, Ray Lewis, Joe Flacco has a fucking Super Bowl ring. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay, I don't want to say nothing else. All right, let, let's move on to the Big Ten. They were talking about we're, he should be a Hall of Famer. Oh, Jesus, I, I don't, I'm not talking about Joe Flacco on this game. It's going to happen, but it's crazy. <laughs> is Joe Flacco elite? That ruined my childhood. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. They used to on my, better than Big Ben. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we're getting into the, this is the, the last, It's it, you know, the overlords is on some bullshit if we're being honest but it worked the timing works out this is our last tier this is going to be our last episode under them um hopefully <laughs> like not hopefully like <laughs> like it's just going off with a stinker yeah yeah just just <laughs> just bad <laughs> all right so um we're gonna start with indiana Ugh, just bad um we have 20 minutes 23 minutes, technically. I said 48 because we started late. So, all right. Indiana, 4-8, uh, and 2-7 and seven in the conference. Their transfer quarterback, Connor Bazelak, threw for 2,300 yards, 2,312 yards, 13 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and a 55% completion percentage. That is disgusting. That is uh, still better. Yeah, of course. Of course. Absolutely. Still yeah.
0: better. <laughs> there
1: is one quarterback that's worse. There's one quarterback okay. that's worse.
0: Yeah, 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 Maybe no, no, two, oh,
1: yeah. but the one that's worse is a freshman, and he played in like a three-quarterback system. We're going to get to that, and they fired the offensive coordinator because of it. Yeah, like he remember, didn't, yeah, get, yeah, he yeah. didn't get any rhythm. I remember rhythm, who was talking about. Running back, whole season, by the way, 592 yards, six touchdowns, 4.1 yards per carry. I'm their, sorry. Their identity. I'm sorry. I guess they were if maybe. I got back into the best shape of my life, cuz I'm not going to I'm not going to make the joke that I do sometimes where I could do it right now. If I got back into the best shape of my life right now, I think I could get 500 yards in a 12 game season. It's not a lot. Okay. That
0: that's,
1: 500, that's That's less than 50 that is less than fifty yards a game.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I mean that depends on my.
1: Uh, it really depends on my offensive line, but
0: it's not fair. It's not fair.
1: Okay, maybe I could. I think I could. I think you I could. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I'm you know, gonna try to know. make sure I'm always falling forward. Yeah, I think I could. Like I know, I know, I'm behind the podcast microphone. I didn't got fat, but I was good at football. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I think I could do that. That's trash. Um. What I couldn't do, because I am not a wide receiver, is what the other guy did, a whole 569 yards. <laughs> like Their offense was it ass, bro. Spite, so I think, <laughs> yeah, it was a bad offense. It was, it was <laughs> trash. Um, Their wide receiver, Cam Camper, 569 yards, total two touchdowns. Offense, like, I know, right? That's crazy. Um, total offense, 112. Total defense, 119. Stop rate, 82%. Listen. I've said it once, I'll 62, say it again, I'll say it, stop rate 62%. Okay. Um, I said it once, I'll say it again, I'll never stop saying it. Stop extending coaches for no reason. Yeah. And then when you do extend them, stop increasing the buyout. You don't have to do that. You're doing that. Yeah. And if the coach is saying, I'm only going to sign this contract extension if you give me a crazy buyout so you can't fire me, don't sign the extension. Because then their contract's going to run out or they're going to come back to you and say, hey, I want to keep this job. I changed my mind about the buyout. Not even you trying. do still kind of have some leverage. They can't fire Tom Allen because they extended him after his one good year and the freaking pandemic. And now they can't afford to fire him, which is also not true because the Big Ten has hella money. They're just too cheap to fire him, so they're keeping him around. And who thinks they're going to be good next year?
0: Well, that's nuts because they already did a buyout for two. The Big Ten teams have already bought out or did a buyout for two coaches, right? Or at least
1: one. Yes. So, man. But supposedly (laughs) Indiana can't do it. So, this is... If, if you're picking up steam on the new iteration, if you can't that is really do it, just. Why do you
0: even? Here's my thing: If you can't do it, if you can't do it, why put it in?
1: Why even do it? Because and, they're getting lapped in these contracts by the coaches and the um and and their agents. They put they put the numbers so high that the schools can't fire them because they don't want to pay it. But then again, why? Are you, uh, That's my point. Just don't extend them. Yeah.
0: It's. I didn't watch much of Indiana, honestly, or at least how they were probably on my screen, but no sound, so I didn't pay much attention. But <clears throat> I think it was hard to watch. I think I watched one
1: game. It was just. It's. It was rough. So here's the thing. Same with the next team under him too. Tom Allen is going to be the pseudo number one on my coach firing list as we get to that point. And it's only because he's the only coach that is actually going to get fired. Like, he is the Scott Frost of this group because he has a chance of getting fired. The other two, which we're going to get to, are not going to get fired for stupid-ass reasons. But they deserve to be fired. Well, one of them deserves to be fired more. The other one deserves to be fired less because he actually had had some success at different points in time. And that's Iowa's coach. But he still deserves to be fired. Or or forced into retirement. The other coach absolutely deserves to be fired more for where his program is right now, because again, Indiana still won four games. They still won two games in the big 10. This yeah. program did not, but he needs to be fired. It's not working. And as I said already, they have the perfect replacement. They have one and a half perfect replacements because one is already a head coach and successful. And the other guy hasn't been a head coach, but Indiana fans are calling for him. Because of whatever. He's moving up the ranks. So you have two viable candidates, both of them with Indiana ties, and you're going to let someone else hire them because you are not moving fast enough. The guy said Kane Womack should be the head coach there right now. But it's whatever. That's not for today's show. We're on a time clock. Next team, Nebraska. There's no point talking about Nebraska because they did what they're supposed to do, unlike Indiana. They fired their coach. So their season essentially was a wash. It just is what it is. Um,
0: I mean, st- still, at least on the Russian side, did pretty decent. Yeah.
1: All of their uh, stat yeah. leaders, all three of these guys, transfers. Yeah. So yep. been, next year it could be nice. I had a thousand yard receiver. Well, he's going to the NFL. But yeah, I think the quarterback him. and the running back might still be there. Okay. So Nebraska yeah, four think, and eight.
0: Yeah, the quarterback is still there, I believe. Yeah.
1: I just not one hundred percent about the running back, but I think he's still there too. Um Nebraska went four and eight, three and six in the Big Ten. KC Thompson, two thousand four hundred seven yards, seventeen touchdowns, twelve interceptions, sixty three percent completion percentage. It was decent. Yeah. It was okay. It's not great definitely need to lower the interceptions but like when he was balling he was balling it's just their offense was so up and down and then the firing of the coach and things like that i think like there's not a most improved player award in the big tenor in college football but i think there's a chance if he does actually start for nebraska next year which you never know because of the new coaches and stuff he would be eligible for most improved i think he's gonna look a lot better He's still not that great in general there's still a ceiling to him but I think he's going to look a lot better. Um Anthony Grant 915 yards, 6 touchdowns, Trey Palmer 1043 yards, 9 touchdowns. He clocked in as like the fastest player at the Ooh. Senior Bowl, really. Or one of them. So he's probably going to be one of those guys that get drafted in like the second or third round and exceeds their draft okay. status yeah. i don't think he's gonna be like a superstar but he's gonna like if he's your number three receiver you have a great receiving core but, uh how tall is he um that's a good question he's not short he's tall and lanky he I, if i had to guess i'm gonna google it if i had to guess he's like 6'2 uh, that's so what he's it ca- looks he looks like, be
0: like a, uh, almost like a, a aj green type
1: he's 6'4 oh he could definitely be like an aj green type yeah he he looked tall on TV. I did not know he was 6-4 though. Um so yeah, I definitely think he is going to exceed his draft stock. Um for sure. Yeah. So That's solid. Um, They were 102 in total offense, 100 in total defense, which is crazy. A lot of people – remember we talked about this. A lot of people were really high on Nebraska this year, and one of the reasons that they talked about being high on him was the defense. And I kept telling people and other people who – like defense is the hardest thing to maintain from year to year. Just because they were good one year doesn't mean they're going to be good the next, and they weren't. So it is what it is. And then they were 93rd in stop rate at 61% um again seasons of wash what needed to happen happened they fired their coach and hired a better one does that mean it's going to work out who knows are they ever going to yeah, win the big 10 probably not but they can at least be an 8-1 team every year which yeah. is hilarious though because they literally fired two coaches essentially for averaging 9 and 3 from like early 2000 to like 2010 and yep. now they would do anything to get back to 9 and 3 every year yep so i remember nebraska
0: was a name yeah, like I, I, I and now no one cares. So yeah, nope. it, all <laughs> hopefully right, so. they can turn it around and do something become better. But we'll yeah,
1: that. they'll never be what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Which a I lot of happen. teams need to understand that. <laughs> Texas, um, <laughs> like uh, Nebraska, uh, well, Oklahoma's been better than them, but still, uh, USC. Uh, you know, it's it's hilarious that all these teams are in the same era. Like, right? It's just like. Hmm. You're all trying to get something back that you're not going to get for the state. Um, So, anyway, we're going to take a quick break um, and and come back. And uh, after that, we'll finish the last three teams on this disgusting-ass list. (laughs) What's good, everyone? Welcome back to the last episode of the i70 Football Show under the Land Grant Holy Land Umbrella. And I apologize for the, like, the level of just shittiness that this episode is like, like wet fart, like, <laughs> like, just just know, remember how good our other episodes were, and remember that, like, we're not gonna talk about these teams, like, we're gonna talk about them, but like, we're not gonna give you a whole episode of only this team that only happens twice a year. It happens at the end of the season, it happens at the beginning of the season. The rest of it's mixed in with a lot better stuff, it's just a lot better. This is it's bad. Up, I don't know, man. What
0: I don't know. Are we about to talk about Northwestern? What about it? it oh, there is a okay, okay, okay. There is a quarterback that, that's worse. Okay, I just saw, I was like, Who's the quarterback? Because I was gonna be like, Even even Northwestern's quarterback is better. So, wait, is that <laughs> Northwestern's quarterback stats were better, just about. He has more touchdowns. He has more assists. He has a oh better completion God.
1: percentage. That's
0: that's a little bit under in yards.
1: Less than a hundred yards in the, less than a hundred. That's hilarious. Okay, um, <laughs> Northwestern just ugh. like I, you know <laughs> what game
0: did it? They probably got them uh, no because they, they they scored a rushing touchdown. The only two, the only time Northwestern looked like competent to me was the first half against Ohio State.
1: That's that's not true. They also looked competent, quote-unquote, against Nebraska when they beat them. Because a bunch of the podcasts that I was listening to were like, oh, it is an even year. Northwestern's probably going to be good again. That guy's working his magic. It's like, no. No. They went against a team whose coach was actively trying to get fired. (laughs) Me and Dante (laughs) told you he was going to do that from the beginning of the season because it made sense. Before the season start we said hmm try hard and lose seven and a half million dollars uh-huh. or suck and get fired and keep that plus another seven and a half and get fifteen million dollars to not work which one are you doing <laughs> it's not the try hard one if it's not the one where I lose seven and a half million dollars I tell you that right now uh. <laughs> it's like like they should have just fired him like like This is why people in these athletic departments need, like, realists and and people who will talk real to them in these meetings. Because when they say, we're going to keep him, but we have this buyout date, did no one in the room say, what's his incentive to do good and not be fired before the buyout date? Like, nobody asked that question. Yeah. You could have been a year ahead in your rebuild if all you did was ask the simple question, what is his incentive to not make us fire him? so he can get the extra $7.5 million. Because, cause like, I'm not going to do my job. I'm really not. <laughs> like, what are we talking about?
0: Um, I and my know. players are going know, to know it, too. Literally. <laughs> um, okay, no, but so, I don't even think they look confident in that game. It was literally, well, who knows? Because I didn't watch it. But the t- only time I saw Northwestern look competent was that first half. Yeah. First half in some of the third quarter. Of that Ohio yeah. State game,
1: they they actually look pretty I almost, decent. I might say no them.
0: whole game, like really, because like Ohio State didn't
1: bum, just just throw them in the dirt like they should have. Yeah, um, I'll tell you this: it was rainy, it was windy. Ohio State didn't give a fuck. Now is that a, a, probably an issue in culture? A little bit, maybe, yeah. but yeah. that's not th- that's not the time for this show. Northwestern. Ryan Helensky, 1,644 yards, six touchdowns, seven interceptions, 56% completion percentage. Gross. Evan Hall, 913 yards, five touchdowns. Eh. Uh, The 4.1 yards per carry is what gets me because like you almost got a thousand yards, but that means you had like 200 carries like you did not. That was not that great. Malik Washington, 694 yards, one touchdown on the whole season. But I guess when you've only thrown six, there's not that many to go around. Most of the touchdowns actually went to the running back. The running back was the second leading receiver. (laughs) <laughs> Deadass, he had like 500 yards I didn't put it in here because I didn't care But he had like 500 yards and a couple touchdowns um, Total offense, 107 Total defense, 63 defense is what? Yeah, it's pretty wow. decent uh, Stop rate was 85th though Um coach is still there, right? Yeah, they won't fire him because he's Jesus a former surprise. player and he's won the Big Ten a couple of times. And he he's a just bad, to get guy. Right? right. Yeah. He, make, him defense,
0: make him the defensive coordinator. And just, yeah, yeah, he's, he's one of the, the
1: best team linebackers team. in Big Ten history. Well, oh, just, yeah. of the time, because he's older. Like, yeah. you know, back when linebackers were still big and white.
0: Yeah. No, Instead so of then, like,
1: yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, like if you, you Yeah, just, make just him build the statue. Just statue. build the statue and let him go, but it's just, they're Everything not going to fire him. Maybe they make him
0: defensive coordinator and just get a new coach. Something
1: just... I just don't know what it's going to take to fire him if this is not bad enough. Because again, do we think they're going to win more than a game next year? No, nah. they might go over. For... And again, they only won a game this year because the coach wanted to get fired. And what's the best way to get fired? And then, then they Lose they get, to they... Northwestern in Ireland. Yeah, and I th- I think North – didn't they get uh, – they got hoed in that
0: game too, right? Nebraska?
1: I don't remember if they got hoed. It was very much a neither one of them wanted to win, and someone <laughs> had to win in the end. <laughs> like, it was like, crazy. Um, okay, moving on. Rutgers, 4-8, 1-8. We're going to have to have a conversation 1-8. about Greg Schiano because mm-hmm. – Last year, we were high on him. We was like, we saw proof of concept. They were one game away. And maybe that is still true. Maybe he just made a mistake with his offensive coordinator higher and they be. get back to that this year. Cause again, I don't know. Because the, the defense, defense was crazy. Like, that was yeah, really yeah. good. And he's a defensive guy. So oh, obviously, yeah. the defensive side is working. But whatever the hell they had on the offense. Yes, that was the problem. Yeah. So, and that's really a lot of the problem <clears> in the big game. Yeah. Defense is phenomenal. Offense just, oh literally. If I like, it's crazy. Um, so Gavin Wimsett, who is a like a freshman, seven hundred fifty-seven yards, five touchdowns, seven interceptions, forty-five percent completion percentage. And, and That's that makes not sense with
0: the seven interceptions, then, because it's like if yeah. there's three quarterbacks. Running,
1: yeah, nobody and I don't want to make, I don't want to make excuses for him. Because forty five percent is really bad, but he never had a rhythm. They literally, they literally put out three quarterbacks. I remember watching one of their games where they had a different quarterback in back to back to back plays. Yeah, I I remember seeing that too. So he never had a chance. He needs to like they need to kill the offensive coordinator higher, and he needs to really really improve. This is not good enough. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. But he, the kid, never had a chance. He just yeah, didn't. No, Not bad. when the you make one throw, good or bad, and then they bring in somebody else. Like yeah, this just makes even no sense.
0: It seemed like they were just trying to figure out who their quarterback was the entire season.
1: In the middle of the games. is like, yeah, just...
0: which is uh, a, a recipe for terribleness. Yeah. A recipe uh, they... for one and eight <clears throat> in this conference.
1: Literally. And they were the worst. They were one of the worst offenses in the country, and they were second to Iowa. They were still better than Iowa. That was just hilarious. Which
0: is um, crazy
1: Running back Kyle Manan guy, 445 yards, two touchdowns. Uh wide receiver Sean Ryan, 440 yards, three touchdowns. Offense was 127 out of 131. So yeah. but the defense was 38th. That, like that's just that's <laughs> a really good defense. If their offense is like 70th, they go to a bowl game. Yep. They still won four games with this offense. They easily go to a bowl game. So. They can win eight games. They're in the East. I don't know about that because they still have to play Ohio State records Ohio State Penn State and um Well, I feel like Michigan. with a thirty eight type of defense you could get you can get a, a Penn State win. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Um stop rate was sixty eighth at uh sixty four percent. The last team, Michigan State. I struggled with this, but they didn't make a bowl game, so I put them in this. And they're only yeah. one better than most of the teams in here. It's just an ugly season, especially which is crazy after going eleven and two. But this is the proof. Like sometimes people consider me old and some of the things that I say, and I do understand that sometimes I like go back to like an older style of football. But like I'm not anti-transfer portal. I'm not anti some of this other kind of thing. But a lot of people underscore how important culture is. Yeah. I'm like, have you never played sports before? Culture is literally everything. Like, there's a lot of sports like euphemisms and saying that sound stupid, but they actually matter because yeah, sports true. are really. Just, they're just a dumb it's fucking it's, it's thing if you think about it. it
0: like, a reason why it's brought up.
1: Literally, like, it's why
0: it is a euphemism And I, and
1: I know some of us forget what it was like to play football, but like, and again, as someone who's been in a college locker room and i've helped and i've done coaching and shit like that the same shit that they say in high school they say in college this like fallacy that everyone should just love the game and it's all this pure thing and it's not like that and so yeah, when I your culture is not right when you don't have team leaders when you have all of this other kind of stuff like you do bad and it's hard to build a culture when everyone's a transfer and everyone's new and nobody knows anyone nobody knows what the coach wants everyone's hearing what the coach wants for the first time You build a culture by having your older guys teach your younger guys, and then the younger guys teach the guys after them, and they teach the guys after them, and then it builds. That's why consistency is important, and what happens? They lose their best running back. They lose a couple other people. They try to bring in some more transfers like Jalen Berger from Wisconsin, and it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. They go five and seven, three and six in the Big Ten. Peyton Thorne has a down year, which he didn't have a great year the year before, but it's even not as good because he didn't have the strong running game. Um, Two thousand six hundred seventy nine yards, nineteen touchdowns, eleven interceptions, sixty three percent completion percentage. Jalen Berger, who we just said is probably not good if he got kicked out of Wisconsin, he wasn't. Six hundred eighty three yards, six touchdowns, four point six yards for carry. I feel like Keon next Coleman, year it
0: could be different. He might. It, it could be a turnaround. Like. Like with transfer port, if you transfer, but you transfer in a player that's maybe a sophomore and then then that could work because then next year it'll probably pay off more. But it's you're right about the transfer thing. Like you have to have transfer. You could do transfers, but your culture has to also be
1: inside. Transfers and free agency are the same thing. You mm-hmm. go to the transfer portal and free agency to finish your roster, not build it i.e. the Eagles. Granted, it wasn't free agency, but you trade for A.J. Brown when you yeah. have everything else. You don't trade for him and then build around him like the Raiders did with Devontae Adams, like the Cardinals did with DeAndre well, they were Hopkins. already
0: built for that. that. That trade was supposed to just bring, bring it Yeah, in. but if,
1: if they really, yeah. Because that, like, that was a good team be- beforehand. it should have just made it better. Yeah. They should have been weren't. the Eagles of the AFC. I mm, I think Josh McDaniels is also a shitty coach. But, oh no! Oh, you're right. You're right.
0: Even I forgot who their coach was. Yeah, why like uh, Rampian because Josh McDaniels Yeah,
1: right? uh, like Matt Ryan, like Matt Matthew Stafford did with the Rams, you, and and then bringing in Odell and something. like you yeah. bring in free agencies to and transfers to add to your roster to finalize it. That's we are one person away. We're two people away. You don't do it to build it. And they, Michigan State
0: your, did it to build it. Yeah, you're supposed to have your culture set in stone. And then you can bring people in. and Then you bring people in that fit that culture.
1: And so a lot of people be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Trans report, trans report, da 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 No, culture still matters in sports. Having oh, a leader so. still matters. Having someone who mimics the coach. Like, think about it. Professional sports. I think you hear it more in football than basketball, but you do still hear it. What do you hear? I'm going to use the coach as an example. The coach preached this mantra of 1% better. After a year or two, what do players start saying in interviews? Oh, we just have to get 1% better. We got to go to work and we have to go to work in the offseason. We have to do everything we can to get 1% better each and every day. They're not getting paid to say that. They bought into what the coach talked about. Um, The Bears, they have a hits philosophy. That guy used to be on the coach. He's now there. Second year there, you start, later on in the season when it's working, you start to hear pit players talk about hustle intensity and whatever else that kind of stuff means. Dude has a system called Loafs where no matter if it's a good play or a bad play, if you don't run to the ball, if you don't however loafs are categorized, yeah. he literally puts that on film, every single one of them, and shows it in front of the entire team. And then, a couple weeks later, and later in the season, you start hear players talk about loaf, And then, you have players call out other players for loafing, and you've mm-hmm. built a culture. You don't do that by not having people who are there, who are leaders, who have yeah. built that, who understand what the coach wants. Because the coach can't be, the coach can't be then, it especially everywhere. The coach is, especially when the coach is holding everybody accountable for that, too. Yeah, and then you start having players holding players accountable. Yep. Like, hey, we don't do that here. We like you need to take watching film seriously. You didn't go to the to the weight room. You didn't do this. We don't do that here. So, I'm not down on Mel Tucker. I think he's a good coach. I just think he needs to do it in recruiting and he needs to stop with the quick fixes. He's yeah. not going to get fired because they give him ten years, so he has some time to figure it out. <laughs> <is> crazy. But <laughs> it is what it is. So. Uh, we already did the stats, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, so total offense ninety seven, total defense one hundred one, stop rate eighty three. And defense though, because they were a better defense last year, so that's yep. the problem. That's the problem. And their biggest issue is their secondary. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy because they had the leading sack dude, in and the, in, and in the, in the or close to the leading sack, like Jacoby Winman is a really good player for them, but one player doesn't do enough. But he's nope. a transfer. Yeah. So you do have some success at times. It's not to say you never get transfers, but you just can't build just around to, that entirely. Yeah, it can't be just just transfers. It's got to be more than that. the The only team that I have any faith of getting out of this tier is Michigan is State. Michigan State. Yeah. I think even with the new coach, I think it's going to take Nebraska two years. I think they're just depleted. Like I, they're yeah. going to be better. They're probably going to be in some games, but I, I'm not. Re- I'm not sure if I'm ready to declare them into a bowl game next year. And even if they do, they'll be six and six. This is not a f- like they're flipping the record from four and eight to go to eight and four. But I fully expect Michigan State to be in a bowl game next year. Yeah. So if they can figure out the quarterback, that is going to be an issue. Um, all right, we're three minutes over, but we're still under an hour. Um, thank you for listening to this hot trash. I mean, me and Dante were great. We're always great, but like we, we, yeah, bye. <laughs> we, we, we didn't, we didn't like short you. Right. Like we, uh, we played the back to back. We played the, we played the away games. It was just a bad game. It was just a yeah. bad game. Nobody wanted to watch it, but we showed up, um, I came to, you know, I put a, I could, I give my all every time I come out here. So. Yeah. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening. Like I mentioned, we will not have a podcast next week. If at all, you care about me for some reason, even though you don't know me, uh, wish me luck. Um, Definitely like, if, good luck on yourself, like man. yeah, thank you. Like wish me luck everything, especially cause I want to do it with no revisions. Um, I will be doing that. And then when we come back, we're going to be dropping some things on social media with the new branding. I promise you, it is not a major, major change. It's very slightly different. It's going to be the same show, same format. There's just going to be some slight changes. Uh, But like we say all the time, every year we're going to get better and better. Uh, This is that process. We're going into our third off season, um, which is crazy. So we're going to get better. We're going to get better and better. And you bought like the PlayStation five three years old. You're right. That's that's, that's nuts. That's We've crazy. been podcasting together for like four and a half years on yep. various different things. That's nuts. It, it, it literally it, time is fake. Yeah. It's flat so circle. Fake. The only time <laughs> only time, time is real is during like uh, the
0: last two of <laughs> <laughs> <he's quite>
1: <laughs> Yeah, crazy. But as always, thank y'all for listening. Uh, Thank y'all for getting through this podcast and sticking with us uh, through everything else. Uh, We will see you in two weeks.